Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brandon coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas, and like to welcome you to another Tuesday night Bible study. And uh, tonight we're going to be in Ephesians chapter three, and uh, we're just moving right along into Ephesians. Um, and so after tonight, uh, we will be half done with Ephesians. Um, Ephesians only has six chapters, and we're getting into chapter three tonight. And hopefully, Lord willing, we will finish it. And um, then hopefully next week we'll get into Ephesians four. And uh, so that's really exciting. <coughs> and um, so we're going to be getting into Ephesians next week. Uh, not, not. I'm sorry. Ephesians four is next week. My mind's going everywhere, so I do apologize. So Ephesians 4 next week, God God willing. But this week is Ephesians 3. So that's what we're going to be getting into tonight. And uh, before we get into our Bible study, um, we, I want to do some prayers and praises real quick. Um, for prayer requests, same as usual. Uh, do please keep Brother Joey in prayer. Um, please keep me in prayer, uh, keep my ministry in prayer, um, but also do keep me in prayer as I will be heading back down to Will, uh, Alma again at Freedom Free Will Baptist Church this Sunday um, at 10 o'clock. Um, I will be preaching their Sunday morning service for Father's Day, and I already know what I'm going to be preaching on, so... So pray for me, pray for the message, um, pray that it would be a blessing to them down there, <coughs> and um, a blessing to all those who listen to it, amen? So pray for me on that. Um, let's do pray. Um, I know I, I know some people that are in need of salvation, so pray for their salvation. Um, please do keep our brothers and sisters in prayer. Uh and also keep uh, them in prayer for the for there's uh, I know of some brothers and sisters that have lost family members, um, so pray for them. <coughs> and um, do pray for those who do watch these videos. Pray that um, they you know pray that God would um, do a work in their lives. And uh, pray that uh, you know that their hearts would be, their hearts would uh, be prepared to list, uh, to receive um, from the Lord, and uh, you know just pray for the growth of those who do watch these videos. Amen. So, um, other than that, I think that's going to be it for prayer requests. Um, if you guys have prayers or praises, feel free to mention them um, in the comments. And uh, with that said, let's go before the Lord and pray. <sighs> Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, um, Lord, want to thank you, Lord, for today. want to thank you, Lord, for this uh, evening, this day, Lord, that you've given us. Thank you, Lord, for this, this uh, just this new week, Lord, that you've given us, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for... Um, your mercy and your grace and love, Lord. And Lord, I do want to pray, Lord, for Brother Joey. Pray, Lord, that you'd be with him and comfort him, Lord, through the pain that he has. 
pray, Lord, that you just help him, Lord, each and every day. And, uh, Lord, thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy, Lord, towards him. And thank you, Lord, for his friendship. Um, Lord, I do want to pray, Lord, for all those who do watch these videos, Lord. Um, and I just pray, Lord, specifically for those who are saved. <clears throat> Lord, do pray and ask you, Lord, that you would please, um, that, Lord, that you would please, uh, um, just bless them and, and bless all those who are saved that watch these videos. I pray, Lord, that you would please, Lord, help them to grow in their faith. Please, Lord, help them to, uh, just strengthen their faith, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that you just have your way and will, Lord, in each and every believer's life. Um, Lord, I do want to pray, Lord, for those who have lost family members. I do pray that you just get a hold of their lives. Pray, Lord, that you would help them to just open their eyes and help them to see, Lord, uh, their need for you. And I pray, Lord, that you just do a work in their life, Lord. Um, Lord, I do want to pray, Lord, for um, all those who are lost. Um, Lord, you know the people that I know that are lost. And I do pray and ask you that you just get a hold of their lives. <coughs> and Lord, I just pray that you won't that you don't want to just get a hold of their lives, but Lord, that you would save them as well. And uh, Lord, I want to thank you, Lord, for this this time of Bible study, this time to just dive into your word. Um, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you just give me the words to speak. Because, um, Lord, I don't know what to say or do, Lord. I need your help. And I pray, Lord, that you just please, Lord, just give me the words to speak, Lord. I pray that that those who watch would receive from you and not from me. And, Lord, I do pray and ask you, Lord, that um, you would bless this week, Lord. Make this a good week. <clears throat> Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would be with me, Lord, leading, guide me, Lord. Um, according to your purpose and will, pray, Lord, that you just please give me the words to speak. Pray, Lord, that those who watch will receive from you, not from me. And Lord, I do thank you and praise you, Lord, for your goodness and mercy. And Lord, I do lift this to you, and I do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, you guys. <coughs> So if you if you do follow the ministry and you have the same hymn book that I have, um, we're gonna sing um, a couple hymns before we before we go further, and um, we're gonna sing hymn number three sixty three, leaning on the everlasting arms. Three sixty three. <clears throat> what a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. 
Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day, leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms. I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, leaning. Safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. <coughs> Amen. When, whenever, or whenever we go through trials, we should always lean on the everlasting arms. Amen. And so the next, last hymn that we'll sing for tonight, it's going to be hymn number 20, Revive Us Again. That is hymn number 20. We praise thee, O God, for the Son of thy love, for Jesus who died and is now gone above. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. <clears throat> we praise thee, O God, for thy spirit of love, who has shown us our Savior and sc scattered our night. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. All glory and praise to the Lamb that was slain, who has borne all our sins and has cleansed every stain. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. All glory and praise. To the Lamb that was slain, who has borne all our sins and has cleansed every stain. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. Revive us again. Fill each heart with thy love. May each soul be rekindled with fire from above. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. Amen. <coughs> <clears throat>
<clears throat> Excuse me. We all need revival in this in this nation. We need revival in our churches. We need revival just everywhere. In every aspect of our lives. Amen. We all need it in some way, shape, or form. And uh, God is good. Amen. God is good. Um, just a couple of announcements real quick. Um, one announcement is, again, as I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, um, this Sunday I will be going down back to Church of Many, uh, not Church of Many Blessings, that's up in Missouri. I'm getting my church, see, I'm getting my church mixed up. I'm going down to Freedom Free Will Baptist Church on Sunday morning to preach. And, uh, so that will be, again, this Sunday. I will be covering for a pastor friend of mine again. And uh, last Sunday was a was a good service. We had a good time and and uh hopefully that there were lives that were changed as a result of that. So pray for me as I go down this Sunday again. Um I know what I'm going to be preaching on. I I've, I've actually kind of got most of my stuff kind of laid out. Um, so just pray for me on that. Pray for the service on Sunday. Um, pray that God's will will be done. Um, also, what else? What else am I uh, thinking here? Oh yeah, this Sunday is Father's Day. So be sure to wish your fathers a happy Father's Day. Um, this Sunday is Father's Day. So don't forget about that. Um Boy, you know it's already the it's already the fifteenth of of June already. <sighs> Boy, that's frightening because this year is almost about half done. So it's <clears throat> it's kind of scary how time's how fast time is going. And um, so, um, but yeah, so Father's Day is on Sunday. Um, Anything else that I'm forgetting? I don't think I have anything else. So, with that said, we'll go ahead and get into the uh, into the um, the Bible study here. Um, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Ephesians chapter three. <coughs> Ephesians chapter 3, and this chapter is kind of a short chapter, it's only got 21 verses, only 21, ain't, ain't that something? So, it, um, this, I don't know how long of, I don't know how long of a message this is going to be, uh, but we're just going to let the Holy Ghost lead and guide and, and just let the Holy Ghost have his way tonight. Amen. So again, uh, Ephesians chapter three, if you have your Bibles and uh, while you guys are turning there, <coughs> last time we talked a little bit about um, how we ought to build our lives upon the word of God. And we talked about how we are the temple of God, and that we were created, uh, fitly joined together, built together, 
uh, for a habitation of God, okay, through the Spirit. And so when we get born again, um, God lives within us, okay? The Holy Ghost comes and regenerates us, and God lives within us, and He lives within our hearts. Amen? So, <clears throat> that is where we sort of left off. So, now we're going to pick up in chapter 3, verse 1. Now, it says, For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. Okay? For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. Now, when you think of a prisoner, what do you typically think of? You think of one that is bound in chains and uh, probably a orange jumpsuit or a black and white jumpsuit. Um, and usually the prisoner is, the, is usually one that is is the one that's um someone is leading that prisoner to a certain area right so we see that there is a the prisoner is a follower okay so anytime you have like a guard and <coughs> you might see a guard and um <coughs> a prison guard with handcuffs and behind that behind that um officer you see the prisoners following that officer to wherever the officer wants those prisoners to be so paul is a prisoner of christ jesus uh for us gentiles now what does that mean well <coughs> like i've kind of explained to you about what a prisoner is, um, we see that Jesus Christ is leading Paul into all sorts of areas in the Gentile world. And Christ is the one leading, and Paul is the one following Christ. <coughs> so in other words, wherever Christ goes... Paul follows. Amen. Now, isn't that the truth of any given born-again person? Wherever Christ, go, wherever Christ goes, we should go. Or wherever Christ tells us to go, we should go. Amen. But Christ is a prisoner of Jesus Christ for you. Uh, for this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. <clears throat> now, Excuse me. Um, I want us to hold your spot there and turn with me to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. And uh, let's read in verse 15. It says, But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. To bear my name before the Gentiles and kings 
and the children of Israel. <coughs> Amen. So, the Lord is instructing, he's telling Ananias <clears throat> who Saul is. And who is he and who is and who he is to become. And we see that the Lord is telling Ananias that Saul, who then became Paul, is a chosen vessel to bear his name before the Gentiles. And it doesn't just stop there, but it says, and kings and the children of Israel. Okay? He first witnessed to the, he first went to his people, and his people wouldn't listen. A lot of a lot of his people wouldn't listen. So <coughs> he said that he was going to go to the Gentiles, which he did. And Paul went all over the place in the Gentile world. Um, and he went to Corinth. He went to uh, Ephesus. He went to all these different places in his missionary journeys. Okay, and so Paul bore the name of Christ before not just his people, okay, and not just before kings, but he also bore the name of Christ for the Gentiles. Okay, so that's where you that's where you get Ephesians three one at. Okay, for this cause, I Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. Uh, Christ for you uh, for this cause I Paul the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles amen so he bore Paul bore the name of Christ before the Gentiles as well <clears throat> now it says here in verse 2 if you have heard the dispensation of the grace of God which is given to me given me to you word how that by revelation he had made known on known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words, whereby when ye read ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Okay, now the dispensation of the grace of God. <coughs> Okay, so when Christ came the first time, Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came to give to give mercy, to give grace, and right now we're in that period of grace. Okay? Now grace is not to be mistaken to be a license to sin because it's not. Okay? If Jesus Christ has us to be separate, if he wants us to be separated and holy, okay, then we know that grace is not a license to sin, but grace is a empowerment to live a holy life. <clears throat> Amen. So you have heard of this of the dispensation of the grace of God which has given me to you, word. Had that by revelation he had made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read ye may understand 
my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Okay? Now, the mystery of Christ. <coughs> we see that in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed. Okay? The mystery of Christ is now revealed. But revealed by what? The holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Okay? That's your word. That's the word of God. The mystery of Christ is revealed in the word of God. Amen? Now, if you don't believe me, sure word. <clears throat> in 2 Peter chapter 1, And um, let, we'll read in verse 18. No, we'll read in verse 19. It says, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well, that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star rise in your hearts. So the word of God is that sure word of prophecy. So if we have that sure word of prophecy, then you know that the word of God is going to reveal the mystery of Christ. <clears throat> now, it says here that it was revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets. By what? The Spirit. Okay. Now. Um, in 2 Peter chapter 1, again, in verse 21, it says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of men, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So we see that it is both the prophets and the apostles, they it was revealed by them by what? By the Spirit. Okay? The prophets is represented in the Old Testament. Okay? <coughs> Excuse me. So the prophets are represented as the Old Testament. Okay? The holy apostles represent the New Testament. Why? Because from Matthew all the way through Revelation and everything in between were written by the apostles. Most, if not all, were written by the apostles. Okay? So we see that the, the apostles represent the New Testament. The, the, uh, 
The prophets represent the Old Testament. Now, it says that, and, and Peter, in 2 Peter, it says that holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So it is the Spirit, it is the Holy Ghost that revealed the mystery of Christ to the prophets and to the apostles. Now, but the Holy Ghost has revealed it to us by his word. By the word. So the Holy Spirit reveals that mystery of Christ in the word of God. <clears throat> but the thing is, we have to open it and read it. But the mystery of Christ is indeed revealed. Okay. Now, um, John fourteen in John chapter fourteen verse seventeen, it says, "Even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth within you, and shall abide." And shall be in you. Okay? The Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. Why? Because the Holy Ghost can't lie. And he will not speak of himself. But he will speak things concerning the word of God. So we see that the Holy Ghost will only testify to you of Christ. Okay? Now, in John chapter 15 verse 26. But when the Comforter is come... Whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. Stop right there, you guys. It's, Jesus says that the, the Spirit of truth will testify of me. Now, what did we just get done reading? It says here in verse 4, Whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge and the mystery of Christ which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed, it's revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by what? The Spirit. Holy apostles, prophets, that's the Bible. That's, that's the word of God. By the Spirit. Jesus says, he shall testify of me. So the knowledge and the mystery of Christ, <clears throat> the Holy Ghost shows us in his word. Amen. And God will always do things by the book. Amen. It says in the volume of the book, actually, hang on a second, because I... I am going to butcher it if I don't if I don't uh, look it up. Vol oh. Volume of the book. Okay. Psalm 40 verse 7. It says, Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7, it says, Then said I, Lo, 
I come in the volume of the book. It is written on me to do thy will, O God. <clears throat> so, God will always do things by the book. Okay? The Spirit will not speak of himself, but he will speak of the word of God. Okay? And he will... It's... The, the, the knowledge and the mystery of Christ is revealed in the word of God by the apostles and prophets, by the Spirit. Amen. Now why, now why is this? Well, the next verse says it. It says that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Okay. If you are a fellow heir, that means that you are saved. When you are saved, you become a fellow heir. And you are of that same body, which then you are then a partaker of the promise in Christ. By what? The gospel. Amen. That the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of, the pro of his promise in Christ by the gospel. <clears throat> Whereof I was made a minister according to the, to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Whereof I was a minister according to the Gift of the grace of God. Now. Let's see here. Paul was who Paul 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 was made an apostle okay by the grace of God he he is who he is by the grace of God it says whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power now in verse 8 unto me who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath, hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. Um, you know, that verse reminds me of John 1, 1. <coughs> so hold your place there and go, let's go to John 1, 1. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. 
All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And him was life, and the life was the light of men. So all things were made by him. Amen. And we see here, it says, And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hidden God, who created all things to Jesus Christ. Or, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Sorry. By Christ. Not just some things, but all things. Now, it says, To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, and whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith of him. You know... Um, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. That we may obtain that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need, and whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith. <clears throat> so, when you are born again, when you are saved, when you are regenerated, when you're set apart, okay, it is through Christ. That you can go boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. So through so if you are in Christ and made a new creature, it is through Jesus Christ that you can come boldly before the throne of grace. And you have access to the Father through Christ. Amen. But it is through Christ that you have access to the Father. You can't just go directly to the Father. You have to go through Christ to the Father. So in Christ, you have that access to the Father. But it's by, it is by faith in Christ that we can gain access. It's by faith. Amen? Wherefore, now in verse 13, it says, Wherefore... I desire that ye faint, not at my tribulation for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man. <clears throat> now, the riches of his glory. Let's look at that. Riches of his glory. Uh, 
In Romans chapter 9, verse 23, it says, And that he might make known the riches of his glory and the vessels of mercy, which he had afore prepared unto glory. In Ephesians 3.16, and we just read that, is that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory. Now, whoops. not what I wanted. Okay, in Philippians 4.19, it says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Okay, so Christ supplies all your need according to his riches and glory. <clears throat> Now, it says in verse 16 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit and the inner man. Think about it. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Okay? So that... Does that make sense? So according to the riches of glory, we see that Paul is praying to the Ephesians that their inner man may be strengthened by his spirit according to, to Christ's riches. According to the riches of his glory. That their inner man might be strengthened by the spirit. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. So we talked a little bit about this last time. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. That is um, Psalm 119.11. Okay? And we know in the last time we saw that how Christ lives in our hearts. In verse 17, it says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. So remember, everything is by faith. We're saved by faith. Amen. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded. We ought to put our roots and be grounded in love. You know, you know who Christ is? Christ is love. Think about this. Ooh, rooted and grounded in love. Okay, so Christ is love. Christ is the Word of God. The Word of God is our foundation in which we build our life upon. In Psalms chapter 1, verse 3, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit and his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. <clears throat> so you, are, as a believer, are like a tree. 
Think about what a tree has. A tree has roots. And a tree is grounded. The only way that you can be rooted and grounded in love is if you are in is if Christ lives within your heart and you build your life upon the word of God. Because it is the word of God that we need to be rooted and grounded in. Because Christ is love. God is love. Amen. God is love. <clears throat> in John, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. In 1 John 4, 16, it says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us, God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Jesus said, Without me, ye can do nothing. We are to be rooted and grounded on the word of God, because that is where our faith comes from. The water is the word. Ooh, think about that. We are like a tree planted. We're to be pl we are like trees that need to be planted in the word of God. The word of God is love. We're to be rooted and grounded in love. We're to be rooted and grounded in Christ. His word waters us so that we can grow. We are like trees. We need water. We need sunlight. But you cannot be rooted and grounded in love apart from Christ. So if you don't have Christ in your hearts, you cannot be rooted and grounded in love. It is only by being born again, having Christ within your heart, being, being regenerated by the Holy Ghost, that you can be rooted and grounded in the Word of God. Because the Word of God is love. The Word of God is water. And it waters us. It cleanses us. Like I said, in Psalm, um, hang on a second, I gotta, I gotta pull it up here. In Psalm one three, and he shall be like a tr like a tree planted by the rivers of water <clears throat> that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Amen. So the question is, are you rooted and grounded in love? Do you have Christ in your hearts? That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, doesn't stop there, it says, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth all knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above the, 
that all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. See, Christ can do exceedingly abundantly above that all that you ask. So if you ask him for something, Christ can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us, that is by the power of the Holy Ghost. But we ought to be like trees planted in the word of God. And so we we are to be like trees planted, rooted, and grounded in love. That we may know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. Now, you might ask yourself, well, what is, now let me let me say this, this is exactly what you see or should see in a believer's life compared to a lost person. Even this deals with a separated life. Now you might ask, well, Brandon, what in the world does that have to do with a separated life? Well, let me tell you why. Because a lost person does not have Christ in their hearts. A lost person is not rooted or grounded in love. See, when you become saved and when you become a new creature, part of being, part of having that that separation to live a separated life is to be rooted and grounded in love. Why? So we can comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height. There's four things mentioned. Okay? But also it says, And to know the love of Christ which passeth all knowledge. Amen? Jesus said, If the world hates you, remember it hated me first. We ought to build our lives upon the the word of God. Why? Because the knowledge and the mystery of Christ is known in the word of God. We are a living temple of the Holy Ghost. We ought to be like trees planted... In the word of God. Amen. Oops. That's not what I wanted. Um. In John chapter 7 verse 38. He that believeth on me. As the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. And think about this. 
in Psalm 1-3, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Water is what brings life. <clears throat> and we need water to grow. We need the Word of God to grow. We need to plant ourselves in the Word of God, and we need to plant ourselves and be rooted and grounded like a tree. We need to be rooted and grounded in love, which is the Word of God, which is Christ. That we may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height. And to know the love of Christ which passeth all knowledge. And with that, that we might be filled with the fullness of God. Amen. And for that to happen, we have to be born again. That's the start of it. The second thing is is being able to study and read the Word. Amen. Being rooted and grounded. We just need to just put our roots into the Word of God. We need to have our lives built upon the Word of God. Amen. And by that, you'll bring forth fruit in your season. Amen. So, um, but other than that, that's that's all of chapter three. I know that wasn't much, <clears throat> and I probably didn't explain some things very well. But you know, um, that's I'll, I'll, I will admit that's that's my fault. Um. But chapter 3 is a very short chapter. And, um... Yeah, so that's... That's that's really all I got for you today. Um, so next week we'll be getting into chapter 4. And, um... You know, we're going to be getting into chapter 4, things that... We'll be talking about there. So you pray for me on that. Um, please pray for me on Sunday. I'll be heading back down to Freedom Free Will Baptist. We'll be preaching on Sunday. Um, we'll be preaching on uh, the fear of God. And it really, and I really think the fear of God really can really ties into both. Uh, what we're talking about, as well as getting into, uh, you know, honoring, you know, fathers. Amen. So, and because if you're a child of God, the ultimate father, the, the one father that we need to honor and fear is God. Amen. So to fear God is to honor God. So that's what I'm going to be preaching on on Sunday. So you pray for me on that. Um but other than that, that's all I got. So um, I know it was a short one today. So I, I hope I, I I hope that one person gets it. If even one person gets it, and understands it, and grows from it, then praise the Lord. Um, you know, it's all worth it. 
But don't ever take what I say for truth. You take what I say and you match it with the Bible. If what I say doesn't match with the Bible, then let God be true and let Brandon be a liar. Amen. So, anyways, that's going to be it for tonight. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this is Brother Brandon. I'm going to be signing off for the evening. I love you guys. God bless you. You guys have a great evening. And uh, we'll see you all next week, okay? See you guys. Love you. See ya. Bye.